Hey, what's up? It's Nisi Dash. I want to say welcome to the Love Is podcast. I hope your holidays is going well. I hope your gift shopping is going well. I just had a discussion with a friend, side note about how gift shopping for us is a little stressful. The more we add people to our lives, the more we do want to show appreciation to them, but the money is just not money in right now. And we understand that. But you know, that's not what the holidays is for, it's for family. So I hope that this holiday you get everything you want, but you also be around people that love you as well. Uh, anyways, I always keep it real with you guys. I never lie to you guys right now. We are, we are recording and it is a rainstorm, um, happening. And I was a little pissed about not being able to go hang out with some people, but I'm here and I wanted to talk about some things and I knew no one better than my girl, Key, who would be able to assist me. So welcome back, Key. She's like pretty much my co-host at this point. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It has been a whole week since I've been here at this point. Just put my name on the joint. No, I'm kidding. Uh, This is all you. Um, so yeah, you're going, you're going to do what you do, but I'm here to, uh, you know, help. And I'm, I'm just happy to witness it. Whenever you're ready, babe, whenever you're ready, whenever you're saying, Hey, just put my name on it. I will, I will put your name right along the side. I will very much keep that in the back of my head. Cause, cause time, <laughs> times is hard. Times is hard for social media people, man. Like any credit yeah. you can get, you're like, give me please. Yes. I think of doing podcasting, uh, learning as I'm doing the podcasting right now. It's just like, it's so hard to do Mm -hmm. and to promote. Like it started off really high. And then next thing you know, you got like some people who are just like continuing listeners. And then you're just like, okay, well, how can I boost this up? And you're just Mm -hmm. trying to do that. So I always think like, hey, I would listen to a podcast with like two people rather than one. So my friend is like, you can run it all by yourself. I'm like, I don't really like just listening to me talk. That's what I do on Instagram. Yeah, so no, it's, 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 yeah. It's not a fun feeling when you have to talk by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it's not, it, it's very, oh, it, the conversation seems to be one-sided. You know what I mean? When you do have to speak about things, you know, by yourself, because then, you're you're lacking the like what if in that conversation you know like how about this you know or how about that now you just yeah at at this point it's just like one really bad like presidential run you know what i mean like you just you're giving your own speech and that's all it is and it's like there's like six other like options here like you gotta add people you know tangent my bad right that's (laughs) right that's the point so that well yeah that's Damn, I really thought about that because I was thinking about how, like, some of the older heads, like Larry mm-hmm. King, or um, I yeah. forget his name. He's like uh, he's the um, Howard Stern kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, like you'll see, you'll hear them, and they'll just be talking by themselves, and people listen to them. And I'm just like, that's such a thing. Like you're just talking to yourself, but I don't like doing it. I tried to do it in a previous episode just before we get mm-hmm. started with this one. Um, about being a divorce and I was trying to tell my side of the story about it and I was like I don't think I could do this it was like so emotional I was like never mind I'll right. go get my mom and I was like mommy mommy and she was like okay I'll do it you know anytime she wants to be seen and heard mm-hmm. it's her thing I did that but too yeah, with an really old podcast hard. I was doing 
Like, I, I was running out of things to say, and I was like, God, how do people like Larry King do it? You know, like, how do you run an entire yeah. panel just by yourself? And it's like, you've really got to have some kind of gift. And, like, one time I had my mom on my old podcast, and the episode itself was so funny when we filmed it that I didn't have enough memory. And so halfway through the episode, I did it, and I didn't, I didn't know. I was so mad. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, yeah. Well, she's become a fan favorite, kind of. So she loves that people love to hear her thoughts and take on things. So, mm-hmm. you know, she'll like to be on here as much as possible. Um. Anyways, we, we, we're going to keep it a buck 90. I tried to do this episode previously before. It mm-hmm. was so jumbled, but there were some gems that were dropped so beautifully. And I was like, no, we have to do this over again. So basically this episode is called Two Can Play That Game, uh, which pretty much we talk about us as females and our experience with dating online, um, the things, the do's and don'ts of what happens with that and how to pretty much like navigate that. I've been single, I'm not going to lie to you, um, for about nine years now. And I almost pulled we, a Kevin Hart. I almost went, damn, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, but no, no. no. Listen, wait, just, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, just because I've been single doesn't mean I haven't played in the field or played around or right, been, in, right. been in situations, right? Right. But no, that's, that's fair. I haven't, yeah. yeah, I haven't fully like adapted to someone and said, oh, this is my boyfriend. You know mm. what I mean? Oh, this is my boyfriend. And mm-hmm. like, mom, this is my boyfriend type thing. So I haven't bought any of the men that I've dealt with home, but I've been single. Right. So it's like, I've been kind of like dibbing and dabbing a little bit, but we, we talked about this conversation and what winded up happening is that I went on Instagram mm-hmm. and I was cursing out someone really raunchy and ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but but I feel like, you know, like before, like, yeah, well, you know, she was like, you know, like, you need to make this an episode. And, and so mm-hmm. we wound mm-hmm. up doing it. So thanks to Keisha, this is an episode. So I'll tell you guys what happened um, again. So I'm on Facebook dating currently, and it's not the best place, I think, to date anyone. I, I just don't think it's the best place. There's like a bunch of like scraps. I don't want to compare the men to that, but that's what they are. They're left. That's exactly what it's like. That is yeah. exactly what it's like before yeah. I met, it's like, you know, it's, anybody. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like scraps. So, but Facebook dating is, is worse. I don't know if POF is over it or under it, but um, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, right. POF is, I, I feel like has not been updated since probably its foundation. So it feels like it's been around since like 1998. Everything is just old looking yeah. on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Facebook dating, I feel like is like what the prototype of Facebook probably was because it's just, it, it, it's not cute <laughs> at all. No. But I think like plenty of fish is probably the lesser of two evils and that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. It, yeah, you don't want to pick, but you have to pick. It's it's between Hillary and Trump, and you just like that's what that is. <laughs> that's, the, that's the choices. Um, and so basically, I've been giving my number out left and right. We're going to talk about that later on in the in the subject about doing that. But I've been giving my number out left and right, 
I'll be talking to a couple of guys. I'm like, hey, here's my number. Why don't we check, like, text there? Because I hate that. Or sometimes they'll want to go on Instagram. And I'm just, like, not beat to really just keep adding people to Instagram. And we don't talk. And then I'm, like, seeing you. I'm, like, where do I know you from? And like, it gets wiped out. So I'll just give them my number. If they stop texting, I stop texting. I delete their number. We just keep it pushing. It's whatever. I gave this guy my number. I did not know who he was. And because I didn't know who he was, I said, uh, I woke up to a text like, good morning, sweetness. And I'm like, who the hell is this? And I'm like, okay, I can't outright, like, just ask this man, like, who are you? Or like, how did you get mm-hmm. my number? I was going to play it to where I maybe I recognize him and then they could come to me like, okay. So I was like, hey, good morning. How are you? And he was like, nothing. I'm good. How's everything? I'm like, I'm fine. Right. We're polite with each other at this point. And he's like, I really want to see you tonight. What you doing? And I said, you know, like a little light bulb went off. I was like, ding. Uh, yeah, I want to see you too. You know, I want to see you too. Let me send me some pictures now. So thank God he didn't send me like a DP, you know, like a dick pic Mm -hmm. pretty much. Right. Mm -hmm. He didn't send me that, but he sent me a whole bunch of pictures of him. Still did not recognize this guy. (laughs) Still did not even know who he was. And I was like, I, then I went back to see who I was talking to on there on Facebook to see if it matches any of his pictures. Mm -hmm. Still can't make out who this guy was, but he was good looking. So it was like, you know, that's, I was like, oh, you know, I can't go out tonight. I'm too tired, Mm. you know, just exhausted. But thanks. And then my mom called and I was talking to my mom. And in the middle of me talking, my phone is like buzzing back and forth. So I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm like, okay, it's whatever. And then the guy comes, I hang up and he's like, I see the switch up. That's crazy. Like, I see the switch up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is what? And he's like, yeah, I see how you don't want to meet up after I showed my pictures. And where my picture at? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Right. I have a thing about that. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have a thing about that. Like when a man says, like, unless you're my man and you'd be like, yo, where my picture at? Then mm-hmm. I'll be like, yes, Eddie, this Ooh. is your picture. Here it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm that. And my man, thank you for my man right. type of girl. Like, I'm not. Right. So right. he says, like, babe, you're my picture. Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I got some stacked for you. But the, the way he asked me for the picture, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, this, this is not yours. So I said, mm-hmm. how about I didn't switch up? I was on the phone with my mom. But never mind to this. Thank you. It was nice meeting him. Blocked him. And he winded up getting sassy. He got a whole different number and starts texting. Um, you tall, goofy weirdo. Like, why would you give me your number? He starts calling me lumberjacky. And then he's like, I'm like, clearly I'm not your type. So why are you still texting me? He was like, you're not my type. I was just bored. And I'm like, Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I'm not yeah. type, you could just let this go. Mm-hmm. I have, I said, I did not disrespect you. He said, you did when you blocked me. And he was like, you didn't even have to give me your number. That was just weird as, you know, weird as AF. 
And okay, you know what? We're gonna be a little explicit because there's it's so hard to really talk and then be like AF or F. So this is gonna we don't be say chest. We are all grown. Yeah, all grown. So yeah, it's just chest. so weird. So he's like, yeah, just weird as fuck. Like weird, like weirdo vibes. And I didn't reply back. But then this had gotten like the wheels turning to me because hmm. it's not like my phone is ever empty. It's not like the voicemails isn't empty. It's not like the texts aren't getting good morning beautiful. It's not like the men aren't menning out here trying to get me. For every one guy that rejects me, yeah, for every one guy, there's 10 more behind you that's telling me they would love to eat me like a cupcake on a on a Tuesday <laughs> night. So for for the men that's been playing in my face and it's like it's it's a thing you know what i mean like they'll just mm-hmm. tell you they'll point out something that you're very like flawed about and then next thing you know you're just there thinking maybe i'm not pretty enough maybe no it's not you it's definitely them and i feel like i'm getting played in my face so i said i'm not walking into 2024 with any man telling me that oh you're tall i was going to date you anyway when literally you really wanted me to just take you down it's okay and it's okay you, you should deal with that by yourself like take your manhood take your panties and just go down you know what i mean it's okay it's okay <laughs> the panties yes because now they're not no. wearing boxes anymore they're not wearing oh, briefs they're wearing no. straight dogs cry, covering their face like i normally don't do this but i'm a good girl yeah okay daddy relax oh, get, up and get out like, you See, know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not. What y'all don't understand right. is that this is like the tame version of the conversation because the way you went off on Instagram was like there, you you can't you can't replicate real emotion. You know what I mean? And it's not like this dude waited and got himself a new number and then proceeded to text you again. This was within minutes of just yeah. block next text. Right. Tell me you don't have a job without telling me you don't have a job. Right. And then it was just like, he was like, you need to, oh yeah, he was saying that about me too, because currently I'm not going to lie. I was unemployed, but I was also doing like a whole bunch of other stuff, like movies, films and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Working. But You've just been keeping busy. what I love. Yeah, I've been keeping busy. Um, But you know, as far as like a job, job, just not doing it. But I did, I did get a job recently. So, um, I was like, I'm unemployed at the moment, but I never said I was unemployed, unemployed. Um, he kind of went there about it. So I was just mm-hmm. like, this is weird behavior with men that they constantly love to like, if like, I don't know if you ever had this in Canada, but the guys down here, they mm-hmm. be like, hey, yo, with the green shirt. Hey yo, with the green shirt, you you mad sexy, and then when you'd be like, "I got a boyfriend," get your ugly ass out of here, then the next thing you know, see, I wish I I wish it was that simple over here because from what I hear now, mind you, I'm a bit of a homebody, so like, I I met my man online. I would prefer to meet one in person, but the way Toronto's going, it's it's it ain't giving what it's supposed to give. Um, let me explain. Sorry for all the lip smacking, y'all. I can't get my gain right on this mic today. So, um, how men work in Toronto is they approach you with like the Trinidadian kind of like flair. So they'll 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 hit you with like 
Jamaican phrases and things like that, trying to like pick you up and like don't be aggressive, both physically, like throwing bricks at your face, like aggressive like that, or they'll just follow you and they just continue to follow you and talk to you as you're like going about your business. And it's like, dude, sorry. Like, and you can try and be very sweet with them and be like, thanks so much. That's very sweet. But I'm, you know, I'm not looking to date anybody or I'm already taken or whatever it is. They're like, oh, so what your man don't want you to have friends is like, dude, like how many times can can I let you down nicely? At this point it's borderline. Like at this point I'm fearing for my life because you followed me like six blocks. You know what I mean? Like they don't give up. Like, like, for for some of y'all who, you know, might live on TikTok, uh, if you scroll down long enough on like the issue of like females, you know, being followed in, you know, in the street or being accosted in the street because they're good looking and men want their number and attention, whatever. Most of the time you'll come up with either I'm imagining either New York or Toronto most of the time. So yeah, like that experience you had with like, hey, yo, green shirt. Ours is just very, what, what's the word I'm looking for? They're very um, persistent. Persistent is the word. So we don't even get the, we don't even get the, you know, you're ugly anyway. We don't get that. It's the, oh, come on now. Like, what, you're my, you're, what, you can't have friends? How about we just be friends? How about we just go get coffee? It's like, no, you creep. Like, no. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Wait, because it's it's yeah, no, it's the same way over here though. But it's like you could get one of the three. You'll get someone that's like gonna point you out by an object of your clothing. Mm-hmm. And yo, and yo, with the with with the beige sweater, like with the, not you, your friend, uh, that that you, guy. <laughs> not you, your friend. Like we be like we used to like point like. Yeah, no, no. I remember briefly, yeah. Yeah. briefly in my single days, I remember this briefly. Right, and then there was a guy. There'll be the guy that'll be like, "Yo, what's up, sweetheart? Where you headed to?" Like, or you just like kind of walking, and he's walking with you. Mm-hmm. I like ain't no way I could give you my number. This, that, and the third, and next thing mm-hmm. you know, like you, like you're being, you're walked, you're followed until like he stops you at your destination. Like I'm just trying to get to know you. Like you fine as hell. Like what's up? Like. And it's like so mm. creepy because it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like I could tell this, I could tell this little n-word no, or this, <laughs> or this like, I could tell this dude like no, but it's like it'll be like some little midget that's mad and he's like, right. Oh, like, or the other one. Done. What was the other one? The don't I know you from somewhere? You remember when guys yeah. used to do that? Yeah. Don't I know you from somewhere? Yeah, pull up in their um, car. Yeah. The guys like, and then that's the older heads here. So the mm-hmm. older heads, they drive in their car and they'll slow mm-hmm. down yes. and they'll look at you. And then if they decide they want to talk to you, they may pull over, which will be worse for you because mm-hmm. you're just like, this is, is this going to be taken two, taken three, mm-hmm. which sequel <laughs> will Liam come and get me type thing? Or will they just like they'll just pass you, and if it so happened that they're at a red light, they're like, "Hey, yo, excuse me, ma." Like, and then now you're just like, "I gotta run, I gotta go." Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So yeah, you'll just be stuck with that. But 
we wanted to talk about the dating etiquette. I I think personally, maybe I need to revisit it because I've completely have thrown a lot of my vows out the, <laughs> out the window, <laughs> out of my standards as of late, um, going off these like dating sites. But uh, I swear, if this doesn't work out, I am, I am deleting and I'm just going to stay to myself and be a homebody. Honestly, I don't blame you because, like, it's, 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 I I don't want to say it's slim pickings out there. I'm going to say it's selective because the mass majority of people are on these dating apps. You know what I mean? But the mass majority are all looking for the same thing, which is just to get laid and move on. Not many people are actually looking to, to, you know, buckle down and get some roots and start something with someone. Right. So the mass majority of society is already like, all right, next, you know, who's going to pay for my drinks tomorrow? Like, that's the kind of mentality we have, you know? Very rarely are you going to find that one person who's like, hey, you know, like, you want to go get a coffee? Or like, I I know this really nice trail, you know, in the next town over. It's really cute. You can feed the animals. Let's just go and walk and get to know each other. Very rarely you get that. And when you do, you hope that this person is sane. That's it. You just hope this person is sane. No, okay. So no lie. We are in. We're in a stage in a time right now where mm-hmm. everyone has like ADD when it yes. comes to dating yes. and it comes to news and it comes mm-hmm. like because so much sensory is happening at this moment. Yeah. Everyone, it's it's very hard to stay focused on one thing, one person, <laughs> one thing at a time. Everything is coming at you so fast, which I get. But it's like now, even my generation that didn't grow up, like we grew up with computers just starting. We didn't have yeah. like internet until like maybe late, late 90s or something. And for us to just kind of like be so reliant on it as well, it's very weird that we're just like all of a sudden turned out to be like as fast as the millennial, like not the millennials, the the next generation, like after Gen, us, Gen Gen Z, Gen Z, yeah, as, yeah. And like it's crazy how we're kind of moving as Gen Z moves when we should be kind of like so used to it, like we could leave our phones in the car, go talk get a coffee mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we should we should know how to do that a little bit more mm-hmm. and we don't yeah we we're should like, be more independent oh, so do, what kind of yeah it's like yeah. you'll be like oh my god i like you i want to get to know you and this guy will be like yeah i want to get to know you too what's the color of your nipples <laughs> what's what's the what's the color of your nipples right now like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. panties you wearing you should send me a picture and you're like oh um what's your favorite color whatever color panties you got on right now Right, like, dudes, guys, it's not cute. You know, like, I understand, like, okay, here's my thing. If your aim of the game is to get laid, women who want to get laid, like, who are also in that same boat with you, don't want it that quick. You know what I mean? Like, even though we out, you know, I'm not going to say we, I'm I'm past that level, but, like, even though, you know, people be out there, (laughs) And, you know, they're trying to hook up and whatever. Don't rush into it. Like, at least have maybe, like, a good, I don't know, couple hours of decent conversation. So then you're not just a creep, you know? I understand. People are very, like, like go, go, go. So, like, if you find somebody who's down, you know, in the next couple hours, you already somewhere else. You know what I mean? But, like, 
take it slow, guys. The talking stage is important, even for people hooking up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, and and that's something. Like, let, let's talk about that though. Like, how long? I mean, hookups, hookup culture aside, when you're actually looking for somebody, what is an appropriate time length to allow for the talking stage? It's okay. So for me, I would say I like. Oh God, girl. Um, I would go like maybe about two months. Ooh. I know that's crazy, but it's like to me, like the first couple of months, you're just getting to like first couple of weeks, you're just getting to know each other. Like you're still like trying to find out what's what's a boundary, what's not a boundary, what's mm. like what's the okay. Like you're you're right. still getting the rep the what is they what is what do you call it? Oh, a rep rep representative. You like know, a, like, a, you, like, like a like a like um. Oh, like you're you're, you're still trying to like. Oh, I can't speak English today. But you're trying to build a portfolio. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to yeah. understand this person. You're trying to get a good like a a read off of them. Right. So when when you're dating someone and then you guys are in that talking stage, right? They would bring their best A game. And then somewhere along the lines, I would say two months because I feel like they're going to slip up somewhere where it's just like you start to see the real part of them. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a switch. There's there's that little crack. Like the you can't pretend to be somebody for for a long time. It right. starts to take a toll on you. Believe mm. me, actors have this problem. One of the big <laughs> things about like actors is that they kind of can't disassociate from like the character they played for like six months to a year during mm. filming, right? So at some point they right. have to get back to their true self and who they are. This is the same thing I would think about when it comes to dating. These I, I wouldn't say just men, but I'll say maybe like when dating, it comes to like the best representation of yourself. You're like, I'm coming fine, I'm coming healed. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, I love Jesus type thing. And then some thing, people you know, really like, do make it. Like, yeah, no, in two months. Yeah, that's fair. But like some people really do make it like it's like a job interview. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when, when, when I used to, feel, I, I kind of used to take it a little too seriously, I think, because I've, I feel like I'm an old soul. So I was a tad ahead of my, my schedule. You know what I mean? So I was aiming for dudes like right. 10 years older than me already. You know what I mean? At, at how old was I when I started dating? Like again, 20, uh, 23, give or take around 23, 24 is when I started dating again. And I was aiming for dudes who were like 35, like, because I was like, yeah, mature, mm. excuse me, y'all. I was like, yeah, maturity level. Absolutely. You got to go on deck. Like something's got to give at 35. Come on now. Boy, was I wrong. Ain't nothing changed <laughs> from their twenties to their thirties. Ain't nothing changed. But like, I found that I was putting my best foot forward. Right. And you'd go through the talking stage, my talking stage with people that I found that I really liked was probably about two weeks or so, two to three weeks before I said, let's go get a coffee. Right. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of women out there are going to be like, why did you ask the guy? I'm like, cause I ain't got time to waste. I'm tired of all of you. Like if, if you, if you really want to make the time, you'll make the time. Right. I'm just going to let you know right now as an adult, I'm going to 
you know, I'm, I'm going to let you know, hey, I'm interested. You want to go grab a coffee? Like if, and if you as a man have this weird thing of like, oh, she asked me, grow up. Yes. We are in 2023, soon 2024, grow up. You know what I mean? And I remember I would show up for these coffee dates, like, like I worked at Vogue magazine. You know what I mean? High heels, nice pair of pants, a nice like um, dress shirt. Makeup, done. Red lips, always a statement. And I would go in and these dudes would show up in band t-shirts. Like, no amount of talking stage will prepare you for a guy who looks great online and still shows up in a band t-shirt. So, etiquette. Gentlemen, you don't even need to put in as much effort as we do. But, child, at least wash your ass, make sure your shirt is clean, make sure that thing is pressed. <laughs> oh, I done killed it. Make sure your shirt is pressed. You know what I mean? Because like, it, it, it's different if like you as a guy, you, you like you're not taking this seriously and you're just wasting time. Whatever, have fun. I don't care. But you should know the levels of women who are on these apps. Find your level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Add, like a yeah. Go on ahead, sis. No, no, no. I was going to say, like, before cutting you, like, I'm so sorry. I was going to say, this is an interesting conversation. This is an interesting take. I am talking to someone right now. And because I'm talking to him, the question was that he asked me, he said, hey, um, he said, I got a question for you. And I was like, what's up? He said, you uh, liked me first. And I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. I saw you and I just clicked like. But sometimes you could click like on somebody again on Facebook dating and they won't talk to you. They'll just like not say anything. And then you're like, okay, well, I liked you. You like me. We waved at each other, but neither one of us are going to say anything. So I didn't think you would say anything. I just was like, oh, I like him. So he'll just keep pushing. So I did like you. And he was like, okay, why didn't you ask for my number? I said, because I'm not going to chase you. What, what do I look like? I'm not chasing you. And he's like, well, why didn't you? He was like, but you liked me first. I said, yeah, I liked you first. But I also wanted you to be like, hey, here's my number. I made the move on letting you know, hey, I'm available. Here it right. is. But right. that's as far as the string is going to go. Right. Now, it's your, now the ball is back in your court. If mm-hmm. you wanted me to have your number, you would have gave it to me. That's just how that is. Now, again, we didn't show up on each on the same profile link. I went looking extra outside of my profile link so I could say, okay, clearly the people y'all are sending me are special. <laughs> let me let, let me go and, and find someone outside of my profile link. And it was very it's it's a very interesting take that you said that like you know for people that don't you know, un- like understand like why you may ask the guy out for coffee. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I agree on that. I'll be like, Hey, do you want to go get a coffee? But I, I'm old school on that a little bit, just a little bit. Sometimes it depends on how I play it by ear. Like sometimes I'll be like, Hey, are you doing anything? You want to go to a movie? And they'll be like, yeah, let's go to a movie. We'll go to a movie, have a good time. That's it, whatever. But I'm a little bit on this end where I'm like, for now on, if they don't ask me out, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not offering a, a damn. And coffee. that's very fair. Right. That is very fair. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, that's very that sounds traumatized. Like, hey, let's talk about. Okay, so hold on. Before I jump onto like the okay. next subject for this, because we we have like a list. Oh. Um, okay. I don't necessarily agree with movies on the first date. The only reason being is like mm-hmm. you you don't get to talk. You know what I mean? Like. Sure, you whisper a little bit back and forth, especially like if it's a good movie and whatever, y'all making some commentary and and what have you. But like, 
I, for me, it's the first date has to be very much one-on-one. So, you know, we're going to go get a coffee and then Mm. we're going to walk up and down this street until our feet catch blisters, essentially. Like, I want to know as much as I can about you, how, like what your stances are on certain things and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Second date. Great. Let's go get a movie. Cause at this point we've talked, you know, on top of the talking stage, and the first date, we have now talked. We've solidified some things. We can take a break, watch a movie. You know what I mean? But I digress. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I Okay, so she's, she's absolutely not. You're not wrong about that key. I agree. But I, I've just been like, at this point, some of the guys I, like, I was talking to for like weeks on end. And I mm-hmm. just felt like, I don't want to see you and go, so tell me about yourself with a Dunkin' Donut coffee. I was just like. That's fair. You ate. Like, listen, I'm bored. You're bored. Let's go see a Marvel movie. Or I'm bored. Mm-hmm. You're bored. Let's go get some. Like, uh, my my recommendations for dates hasn't always been a movie. But let's go get something to eat and somewhere cheap or whatever. And we'll just, like, right. do one of those. And we could just sit and talk where there's no time limit on us talking. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, if I've been talking to them for, like, a good while over online or whatever mm-hmm. i'll just be like you know what hey do you want to go to a movie because i damn sure don't want to keep asking you what are you looking for what are you looking mm-hmm. for who are the you looking for when you ask that question what are you looking for and they hit you with i don't know i, I want to punch you in your throat don't give me the i don't know you came here for a reason state it even if you match with somebody who you know isn't down for the same thing that you're down for state it because i'm tired of wasting my time which leads me to red flags what are some red flags as stated before mine is showing up in a band t-shirt on date one <laughs> like it's it, it, here's the thing if it's it, let me let me explain myself because i i'm a music gal okay i got my fair share of band t-shirts um <laughs> thinking about it now i did wear mine to my first date with my current boyfriend. <laughs> right. right. But that was because I had given up. At that point, I was sick and tired of putting in the effort for guys who were dressing up like they were either fresh out of a concert or coming back from the gym. I was tired of it. So I was like, let me just stoop down to their level for five minutes. And now I've got me a gym bro. So, <laughs> so that's how that happened. Yes. <laughs> but, that, that's that's how that happened. I got I got I got suckered into the gym bro life because of this giant. But my my thing is this. Uh, my thing is, you know, like you want to try and fucking how do I explain this? Because like I feel like a good chunk of women aren't necessarily old souls, you know, but they're all still at the end of the day looking for the same thing, which is a partnership. They're gonna have fun down the way while they're doing it, but the partnership is like the end goal. A couple of my red flags is one, that band t-shirt. Hell, actually, you know what? Screw it. Wear the band t-shirt, but, you know, dress it up a little bit. Have one of them nice, like, plaid or, like, flannel, you know, like, button-ups with it or, like, a denim jacket. If you're going to go for the rugged look, go hard for the rugged look. Give me, like, a... Give me a Winchester. You know what I mean? Give me a Sam and Dean Winchester. If you're going to go full tilt on that, give me that, you know? But it, you know, I do appreciate a man in a suit. I'm just saying that. That's that's. I hate you so much. 
But like, let me tell you your red flags, though. I mean, I feel like mine are so very much. superficial. My red flags are very superficial. Yours yeah, must be something I, very like emotional because you're a cancer. So like, it must be like you know uh, communication. <laughs> first off, first off, f you. Okay, okay. So good. Miss, I don't want to wear a band t-shirt, but then lower my standards and got a boyfriend. Like, how dare you come on this podcast? I know, I know, I <laughs> know, say, I know. She said, y'all, this is what she said. I'm sick of, I'm sick of them. I'm just going to lower my standards. And I showed up in a band t-shirt. They're celebrating their one year anniversary. This is not making us look good. <laughs> the wait, wait, no, wait, 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 let me back it up. Let me back it up for a second. The only reason why I did such a thing is because we were having a bit of this conversation earlier. Remember when I said how I had my age range set up to at least 10 years older than me, right? Mm-hmm. And it came down to like a maturity thing. I found that the older I got, okay, so I started dating again when I was like 23, okay? okay. The older I got every year, I got less matches from guys who were older than me. Because they're all aiming for, like... Now, in Canada, the legal age of consent is 16. So they're all aiming for, like, the 16, 17, 18-year-olds. So I'm like, y'all need to grow the fuck up. Y'all are men. Dating children. Y'all are, y'all are the problem. So I stopped. And then I learned my age range. And I found my current green giant gym bros. That's, that's it. This I learned my age range only because the ones who I wanted didn't like me back. I'm just going to put this out there that this is not going to make us look good for the passport bros if they was to ever listen to this episode. <laughs> she completely, she completely, like, she's completely, like, baffled her own self. I don't even know how to, like, combat her I own self. I am the problem. Like, she was like, I want a man who has a suit, but I am the problem. I showed up. <laughs> I showed up in a t-shirt, but I recommend that you don't do that. I am the problem. I am the problem. Yeah, the passport rules are going to cut us up. Thank you. But I, but I can admit it. I can admit I am the problem. But now I'm in a happy one year relationship. So, you know, clearly my man don't have a problem. Have to do it. Clearly, my man don't have a problem with me being the problem. So. Clearly, my man don't have a problem. Excuse you. <laughs> Say my man one more time. I'm fighting this lens right now. I'm fighting this lens. I'm going to double up on these lens. I love you. <laughs> Say, this. Say your man one more time. I'm coming at the camera lens real hard. It's going to be fireworks. Uh, I can't breathe. Be fireworks. Clearly, my man don't have a problem. Me and my man is good. Oh my god, that was funny. That was funny. My bad, dog. I didn't mean to do you like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, you. Nah, this. No, you did it. You did it. It's okay. Uh, because I'm a cancer. First off, you're dead wrong because you know how I am about horoscopes. My whole zodiac sign is not just cancer. I have a lot of air sign. I'm a Gemini, in a lot of my stuff. So. Screw you, okay. I, I'm well, on side too, okay. Let's, yes. That's probably why we get along. Yes, that's a, yeah. That's next door neighbors. Um, my 
red flag is a man that oh, I'm, I can't even, I don't, I, okay. I won't say my red flag is a man that talks too much, but I will say this. If you let a man talk for a long period of time, they start to reveal themselves. Like mm-hmm. they unravel very fast. So I wouldn't say that I have like red flag. Well, I do. When a guy goes and they talk about trans life, gay, homophobic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sexual, mm-hmm. sexual mm-hmm. orientation, things of that nature. First off, whatever someone else does in their bed, I don't have an opinion about. It's none of my business. Whatever mm-hmm. you choose to do, however you choose. If you feel like you're a man and you, or you want to become a man or you want to become a woman, that's your thing, baby. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who side to choose. You know what I mean? That's your life. But I will always be the same person to you with or whatever like sexual orientation you choose. Like I mm-hmm. I'm not gonna change that. So the person that should be with me should have that same ideology, I guess, right? Exactly. If, if I am talking to someone and they just pretty much let me know the red flags is like my top three is like when they say all lives matter. Mm. all lives matter situations um god you know yeah i voted for trump type thing or or not trump Trump helped us out yeah like uh, just like i just say like just my number one i wouldn't say my number one uh red flag again but i always say this ladies you have to just let men talk do not interrupt. Mm. Just nod. Just say no. I'm glad you're you're sharing this with me. I swear to God. Just say that one sentence. They're gonna spill over like soup in a small little tin can, and you you will just be like, oh, these are all your red flags. Congratulations, you're a misogynist, sexist, right. predatorial mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date you. That's my mm-hmm. that's my number one for me. Just let a man talk. So communicating wasn't wrong, Keisha. Technically, what? my thing technically is like, it was technically right. Oh, I'm going to add that to my <laughs> list as well, by the way, the whole, like, um, all lives matter. I can't tell you because yeah. I keep forgetting you in the States and I'm over here in Canada. I keep forgetting that, but I can't yeah. tell you how many times I used to get messages like, and it was just, it was dumb because around the time there was a lot of the George Floyd and everything going on. Right. And so. I remember some guys, Caucasians with audacity, would open the conversation with, I can't believe this George Floyd crap, like the dude was a criminal and all this. I'm sorry, you, a colonizer, is going to come up into my DMs as a black woman and tell me what it ain't? You're funny. Next. (laughs) It, mm. Thanks for triggering me. Yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you for triggering me. I forgot about that that point in time in my dating career. That was that was some <laughs> yeah. shit. My next one is I think just sending like unsolicited dick pics. I don't know what there was a time. Uh, I don't think guys do it as much anymore. I won't say that they don't do it, but there's there's like a it stopped like it's it's slowly stopping. But there mm-hmm. was a time I would get so many dick pics. You would think I was. Thanos trying to collect rings. <laughs> I would get all sizes, all shapes, and just stones just of 
sticks left and right and I had no problems. I was like, I would go, I would be like, guys, I'm a good girl. Like, why am I getting dick pics? Like, what is it about me? It has nothing. I realized like once you reach a certain age, it really has nothing to do with you. It's just men can't help but to sexualize you. And I think that's one of the things for me. I know they can't help it. It's in the DNA. If they're attracted to you, they just see you sexually. That's that's just what that is. But it has to be some type of discipline to where they have some type of understanding they should get to know you first before they just sexualize you and then just send you like a whole bunch of unsolicited stuff of like dick pics i guess like you said you collecting dick pics like (laughs) thanos that was wild oh my god just like i don't know how to process that information i really don't I really don't know how to process that information because it's like immediately side side note <laughs> immediately when you said that I was transported to Loki season two when he sees the infinity stones in the in the desk and he, like he's yeah. shocked at like how readily available they are and like his heart breaks that, that, is, that is that is how I felt when you said that because I'm like oh my god she really just be, and my heart doesn't break because I'm jealous. My heart breaks for her because she got to deal with it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It would just be like, um, you know, like I forgot what he, oh, what I'm about to do is obliviate. You know how he was just like holding his hand. And he had all the stones. That was me. Once I had the final ultimate dick pic, I was like, this is the final one here. This is my co. I collected the ultimate dick hair. I got it. It's here. It's my oh. final one. And I'm now oh. about to take it over. And and I was just was like, you know what? I like by then I was just like, I'm so done. I don't want to date. I just want to mind my business, do my thing. And that was that was the kind of like the final call for me. Like, but once you realize, like, if you go on TikTok a lot, which mm-hmm. you know, that clock app, lovely app. Um, you'll go and you'll realize a lot of women are having these same experiences. I'm like, oh, this is great. You can find your own community of women that's like, all I get is dick. Mm-hmm. 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 Suddenly you don't feel alone and you're struggling. Um, my no! other, like, my, my issue, here's the thing. My other thing, it kind of goes hand in hand with the dick pic situation because the dick pics are usually mm-hmm. unsolicited. Like, why did you send me this? I didn't even ask for you. Like, first of all, the conversation didn't even turn sexual until suddenly you sent this. You know what I mean? Which leads me to my next red flag. Following instructions. Let me explain. If I tell you, like, hey, um, you know, let I, uh, you know, let's meet at here, you know, whatever it is. Usually... If the guy is decent, he will allow you to pick the place to which you go, which allows you to have that some sense of comfort, which is like, okay, great. I know this place in and out. I know the escape plan. Let go. You know what I mean? But if a man, let's say you go on a date, okay? Because this has happened to me once before. Um, you go on a date. Everything is so fun. Everything is great. The person is awesome. Oh my God. I remember this person. Wait, please hold. Let me reset this story. Okay. So I went on a date. A while ago, a very long time ago, uh, with a dude who I can't remember his name because he gave me like two different names, Andrew or Arthur or something. And so he was, oh my God, he was, he was kind of cute. Uh, and he showed up to our date 
I think he did this shit on purpose, but he showed up to our date in his work uniform and it was like the security vest and everything. And I was like, oh, oh, this man look nice in this uniform. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe this one gonna, maybe this one gonna be good. Let's so the date was great and everything. But at the end of the day, he was just a little too touchy. Like he would, he already had his like arm around like the small of my back and he was already like pulling me in for hugs and like wanting a kiss on the cheek and all this that and the third and i'm like the day was great but it wasn't that great like breathe like you you know like you, we need to go on a couple more after this just so i can suss you out you know just because you fine doesn't mean the date went great you know what i mean and he continued to send me messages of scheduling like everything and I told him how uncomfortable I was with that, you know, like if you're going to, um, if you're going to schedule like a meeting for us again and whatever in the next future, like just know that I'm not comfortable with certain things. Yada, yada, yada. This dude completely ignored everything I said and continued to schedule things and got mad when I said I wasn't going to show up. I was like, you know what? This isn't it for me. You know, have fun though click like this dude wanted me to show up at a hotel with a bathing suit and everything and i'm like my god i just met you like last tuesday (laughs) like breathe you know what i mean so if a gentleman can't follow instructions by or can't follow guidelines or listen to your boundaries even though you're in the talking phase these things should be said you know what i mean because you'd be surprised how quick that talking phase will pass by and you feel like you haven't laid down the groundwork or like you don't understand each other. And yet here you are now at each other's houses, meeting family members, going to dinners. And it's like, dude, I don't even know your favorite color. <laughs> like, or I don't know, like, you know, like what, I don't know, what's something dumb? I don't know what kind of deodorant you wear. Because usually couples do like dumb stuff like that where they're like, Oh, I know he likes this, that, and the third. Like, the tiny, minute details that you end up taking notice of. You know what I mean? You can't get to that if you can't lay down mm-hmm. the larger foundations of of boundaries. There, I said it. No. Uh, Drop okay, the mic. So I, was trying not to, I was trying not to laugh um, when she was like, I'm not going to show up. Because <laughs> like, no, he was oh. so dangerously pushy. And I was like, dude, like, given what I wanted at the time like i knew what i was looking for at a, at the time at the time i was going through my whole phase so i was like mm, yeah, yeah maybe this dude can get lucky maybe but the fact that he was so eager to get lucky i was like nah nah you're pushing just a tad too hard i don't feel comfortable with this hell jokes on you i don't even own a bathing suit no more i'm too big for this shit like i'm not coming in any way because one i'm ill-prepared and two you pushy bye yeah, I like, no, it. I can agree to that. Yeah, I I think I'll follow that one right behind you because I think boundaries are important, but I also think like women are constantly told time and time again when it comes to red flags that boundaries is just a gaslighting term for them. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like we've been told time and time again, act like a lady, think like a man. Um, yes. you know, sometimes you, you have, you have high standards, you have high seat, your standards are too high. So you stop talking to my, my, my dude, because he was too pushy when you want a guy that just has all, and it's like, you don't understand. No one taught you consent. No one taught mm. you respect. 
no one taught you the un the unsafe like to feel the unsafety like unsafetyness as a woman a woman has to and i I know we make jokes about this, which the comedians make a lot of jokes about this, that women watch true crime and stuff and they watch snap and stuff just so they can figure out <laughs> how to get away with. Yeah. Like, right. Just so we could figure out how to get away with murder. That's not true. I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, I know I can survive this, this way because she did something different. Period. I, I, right. Right. I'm like, oh, so if you scratch them, you could keep skin under your nails, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is how it's supposed to do. You know, things like that. And it's scary that you live in a world where you have to figure out how to survive in case you don't survive or how uh-huh. to kidnap, like how to find that how to find that person that did this to you. So that way he's not able to do something else. So boundaries is like so important. So if a man to me tells me like oh I just I just I, I like oh I gotta see you like can I have like this that and the third or oh I just want to like get to know you like whatever and you're like yeah this is uncomfortable and he still mm-hmm. like proceeds to do that like someone that constantly wants to like kiss up on your face and stuff and like mm-hmm. things like that it's it can be uncomfortable and that's mm-hmm. not recognized enough as like something like if a woman says no, this makes me uncomfortable. And she has a good reason. Like you don't know like the situation. Like I had a conversation with a guy and I was saying to him, I said, listen, like sexual talk, you know, being essayed at a very young age um, right. can make you one or two things. When you're essayed, you could either be hypersexual or you could be mm-hmm. very much scared of sex. Everything yes. makes you nervous about sex. You could be either hyper about it or you could just be scared of it. And I was in the I was in the space of being scared of it. So mm-hmm. men would constantly like be like, oh man, like you so like over sexualized me like every single time. And it just make like gave me anxiety. So when yeah, I told him this, I said, hey listen, this is this makes me nervous when guys do this. So please don't do that. Respected mm-hmm. it. Didn't talk about it. Didn't say, you know, I was thinking about your breasts, the whole entire night or whatever, right. you know, didn't respected it. And it made me feel comfortable. We didn't go out again, but that was my knowledge that someone can listen and hear like a, a background of that. Like, I think personally, like we shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to, as a woman say why you're giving those boundaries because men give mm-hmm. boundaries and sometimes you have to accept mm-hmm. those too. Right. Mm-hmm. But now you just have like, nowadays you just have to say that, like, listen, like you touching on me inappropriately or you kind of making me feel like a property has, you know, kind of triggered something that happened to me when I was younger, this, then the third, please try not to do that. It just it just has to be said, I think, at some point. When men don't understand like the high rate of girls being sexualized so much that it becomes normalized at such a young age that we don't have that conversation enough about boundaries and how boundaries are not to be gaslighted. And it's not even just boundaries. It's the the whole like comply to survive situation. You know what I mean? Because like a guy will rush up on you, right. like we were talking about how guys will rush up on you on the street. And, like, you'll try and be nice and smile and turn them down politely. And maybe in a situation you might take down their phone number just to shut them up, right? Doesn't mean you're actually saving it, but mm-hmm. you might take down the phone number just to, just to, 
you know, level the playing field or whatever. And it's the fact that we have to go along with almost, almost all the time. It has, it's, it's a potential near death experience. Cause you don't know if one, this random dude is working alone Two, what has he got in his pockets? What are his motives? All this, that, and the third, like I said, you know, or like you said, watching crime helps you also survive as well as it is entertaining. Um, but you know, having to comply to survive, I think, is a skill that only women have mastered. Or, no, you know what? Let me take that back. Women and people in the LGBTQ community, you know, that entire community yeah. has learned how to comply to survive alongside women. Men, I'm not saying yeah. men don't get, you know, their their fair share of, of essay, and and it's it, it sucks, but the facts are there and your numbers are significantly lower than ours. We're not saying they're not important. We're saying, look, look at the numbers. Something has to change. You know what I mean? Like the, the yeah. care given to, to us and other members of, you know, I like to call them the alphabet mafia. Um, so it just, it, it, we, we need, we need to give each other, you know, the, the, the space to be okay, you know, and like, we need to have support systems which lends me to the next subject. When you're going out on a date with this whole comply to survive situation, we had had a conversation and you said, if you don't like the guy or if red flags galore or whatever it is, you are paying for the entire date. Like that is yes, one I of did. your rules. You're like, hey, you're paying for the entire date. Me, my thing is like, because <laughs> like I don't really have like dating experience, but my whole thing was, if I found myself outside of my town, I would make sure I had, one, the money to pay for whatever it is that I bought that night, and two, sufficient money to take my ass home, right? So um, if it's, you know, the bus or or Uber or whatever it is that is the most convenient way of transportation, I make sure that I am padded enough to get my ass home because I'll be damned if this dude is like, Hey, so uh, you know, I can I can take you home if you want. It's like, no, because you didn't pay for nothing for me either. So now I don't feel like I owe you anything. On top of it, not to say women owe men anything for paying for dinner. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's a safety situation. Sure, yeah, you paid for dinner. Great. What do you want? A Scooby snack? Like no. Like thank you for being a gentleman. I'm not saying we're owed dinner, but thank you for being a gentleman. But when you go on a date, I feel like, because times have changed, right? Not not all women time has changed because we still have men who are like, oh, I paid for dinner or, oh, I did this or, oh, I did this or whatever. You owe me. It's like, oh, my dude, all you did was hold open the door. Right. Am I supposed to, am I supposed right. to congratulate you with something for holding open a door? So what, you wouldn't hold open the door for your mama? Like, does your mama owe you something? You know what I mean? It's I don't know, girl. Tell 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 the people at home why why that rule is your rule. Well, um, okay. So a long time ago, I'll just tell a really short story. Um, I went out with a guy who was my coworker, and this was like one of those. He was like my treat. Let's go to Applebee's. Now I used to work at Toyota. Um, on full 40 in Jersey city. So everyone could know one of my coworkers was like, Hey, let's go out and just go to Applebee's. I'll buy us some drinks. And I said, okay, no problem. 
So we went out to Applebee's and we were sitting there talking and our waiter, who was a Hispanic man, this man that I was talking to was Ecuadorian. So both part of the Hispanic community. Um, at this point, you, you can imagine how long ago this was, but Trump was on TV and he was talking about running. Um, and he was like, I'll vote for him. You want to know why I'll vote for him? He was so drunk. He's like, you want to know why I'll vote for him? Because he needs to get the immigrants out of the country. We're losing jobs. Mm. We're losing so much stuff. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, excuse my language, but I'm like, damn, I ain't got no money to get, to just pay right. for my stuff and walk out. Because at this point he had disrespected like immigrants and like my waiter is hearing him because we're sitting at the bar. And so um, he goes and makes us another drink. And I'm like, your mom is an immigrant. He was like, yeah, but that's different. Like, you know, <laughs> he just goes on this like tangent. Yeah. He goes on this rant. Right. And none, like, nonetheless, I'm like, he was drinking. Right. I decided <laughs> I was like, I'm, I was deciding then I was like, okay, I'll just never go out with him again. But it winded right. up another another friend of mine, me and him decided to go out. And he was like, oh, I'm going to treat you this, that, and the third. And we were just having a good old time laughing and stuff. And next thing you know, he like tried to kiss me. But then what he said to me, and this was very important, he said, I'm a Hispanic man. And my mom would never let me bring home a black woman. And I would get in so much trouble if my mom knew that I was on a date with you right now. And because I didn't have the money to mm -hmm. get home, we were on mm -hmm. our way driving. I could have got out. I could have got a taxi. I could have been like, well, you don't never have to worry about that because you paid for everything. I was like, you know what? Never again will I ever go out without money. And never again, if I don't like the date, will I just sit there and tolerate it because someone paid for it? Right. That's how this rule winded up happening so the rule for me is that i would never let a guy um go like i would never go out with a guy and if a guy says a bunch of red flags galore he just suddenly needs to like exert his dominance in any way mm -hmm. like talk to me real reckless i pay for the date i tell him he can go and have a good night and i'll just you know sit with the rest of my drink at the bar and enjoy the rest of my night it you just that's how that I guess became my thing so right. what, is, what is your take on what I said girl here's the thing cause like first off the audacity of this gentleman to <laughs> to even um I, like it, here's the thing culturally I can't even be mad because I can understand from a cultural perspective why people still stick with their cultures because it's this like old head yeah. mentality of their parents and whatever so I can't blame you. Yeah. I'm going to blame your parents. You know what I mean? But you right. should know better. You know, like, look at look at the world around you. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be basing the way you live off of some, you know, old tradition or what have you. You know what I mean? Um, but also, yeah. that being said, <laughs> it's just like, sorry, give me a second, because I'm genuinely down, dumbfounded. Of, of the, the audacity. <laughs> Just, yeah. one, good on you for having that rule. Now that I know the context behind it, good on you for having that rule. Um, my <laughs> my finances are not as steady as yours, probably. So, 
I I can't necessarily pay for the entire day. But what I usually like, what I would do, like if I was found, if I found myself in that kind of like situation of like, oh, this guy like paid for everything for me or whatever, this that and the third. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Got tired there for a second. Um, but like he paid for everything, this that and the third. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do one of two things. I will either. If, if this person is really pushy and really red flaggy from like head to toe, I'll let the entire night go by. Sure, if they want a kiss on the cheek, I'll comply. You know what I mean? Because it's a survival tactic at this point. I'll do the, you know, have a great night. Mm-hmm. Text me when you get home safe. And it's like, oh, so you're just going to leave me like that? I'm like, well, I and I'll play along. And I'll be like, well, I got to leave you with some mystery. And they're like, oh, you. And I'm like, yeah, me. And I go home. <laughs> oh, you. And I go home and they're texting me. And I ghost. (laughs) Because what you're not going to do is find me in a situation where now I I have to feel like I owe you something. Or you're going to try and catch it. You're going to try and throw it back on me and be like, well, I paid for last night. It's like, great. Congratulations. You're a fantastic human being for paying for someone's dinner. Again, I will reiterate. Do you want a Scooby snack? Like, do you need... A trophy every time that you do something nice like grow up i don't owe you anything thank you for taking me out but oh my god i will never do it again with you <laughs> yeah your right. daddy maybe maybe your daddy has some sense but not you girl i don't even i don't even know i remember one time i let a guy pay for the entire night and i was like <laughs> Oh no, I remember who it was. Sorry, give me a second. Let me get my let me get my feels together. So, um, this guy, I liked him. I really liked him. Do you remember the guy, the uh, the the Russian Mexican guy? Yeah. Do you remember him, the Russian Mexican? So he disappeared yes. on me, but we we were yes. good friends. We were good friends after we first met. But when we first met, his English was like non-existent. So he would essentially talk to me. I met him on Facebook dating. Uh, he would essentially talk to me through like um. Like Google Translate when he couldn't figure out the words and whatever. And this poor dude, because he was Christ, how old was he? He was he was sufficiently older than myself. I think he was probably he was thirty five. I think he was the only one in that age range that <laughs> that I managed to grow up with. And that dude, I'm guessing because culture shock and what have you, the first time he was terrified that I was out with him. He was like, "Are you sure your mom knows like you're out with me?" And I'm like. Bro, I'm 20 something. Like, my, my, my mama don't care. <laughs> like, she cares. She just wants me to text her like once every hour or so to make sure I'm alive, but like, she don't care. Like, you know what I mean? And he was I, so like on edge, but he was an old school gentleman. He paid for everything. And at the end of the night, because he was so chivalrous and everything, I wanted to give him that kiss on the cheek or do this, but I decided not to because I was like, let me not weird this dude out. He's already stressing enough. He probably thinks that I'm out for his money or something. We stayed really good friends for years. And then he moved and now I've lost contact with him. But he was he was great. He was the only positive experience I had of someone paying for the entire night and, and still having your best interest in mind after the fact. Like cause I had to bust my ass home, right? Because I was on I was like a town and some changeover. And he was like texting me the entire night. To make sure that I got home safe and everything. And it was it was great. So I'm not going to say that you shouldn't 
let men, you know, have that moment of like, if they offer, but like, read the play, you know what I mean? If they offer and you can tell that they're very gentle or whatever this, that, and the third, and they're very, I don't want to say non-threatening because every man has the ability to be threatening. If for the moment you feel decently safe, you know what I mean? Like your, your spidey senses ain't tingling on, on them or nothing. Let the night go. And it's usually at the end of the night when the men will show their colors. You know what I mean? And so just use your, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, women, pay attention to your intuition. God damn it. I can't think of the words. <laughs> no, I listen, if he is a good guy, this isn't, okay. That rule does not apply if he's a nice guy and he offers to pay and nothing comes out of it. Like if he, if he's genuinely a nice guy, mm-hmm. that rule only applies to when I see red flags. Like when I see something mm-hmm. that could turn into something else, like right. where I could see, I could see it coming down the line where if I let this guy pay, he's going to constantly think he could talk to me any old kind of way. So me preventing that is, is the reason that happens. But again, if you're going, if you're going on a date with someone that you had a good time and that was that, you know, that's fine. I went on a date with someone and um, we'll call him locks. Mm. And Locks, Locks was the first date in a long time that I went out with, and it was so much chemistry, so much intensity between us, um, and we had such a great time. We were literally doing like other stuff in British accents, and we were making like great jokes. We were talking about our childhood and how we grew up and things right. like that. And he was a very handsome man, very handsome, but he was younger than I was. He, I think he was 34, 36, I think, but that's not too, too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a great night and stuff started happening for him. So he just was like, I can't do this right now. And I was like, okay, I understand. Um, but I had to walk away with that notion, um, which is another thing. I think we don't talk about this on the list of, um, things that Keisha has up, but we should talk about sometimes when you may make a connection and that connection just doesn't go anywhere. Like, Man, you know, that hurts. That one it, really it, hurts. Yeah. I was so saddened by it. I was like, oh my God, I really like this one. I wanted right? him. But it just... It just was not right timing for that. So mm-hmm. I understood it, but it was it was one of those things like I had to take apart. If I had to take apart everything else, I had to go and say, I'm so grateful that there's like still men out there who have like a great sense of humor, who are able to make me laugh and give me like respectful affection that made me just kind of been like, you know what, I can definitely go out on a date again. And he, you know, opened the door for a lot of that to happen. Yeah, man, I had my own experience with that too. I just, there's this one dude, I think you're, I, did I tell you about that guy? The, the, the Marvel geeky guy who came from yeah. that one was really cute. God damn it. That one was really good. That was so good. <laughs> Girls, let me tell you something. I love me a nerd, okay? I love me a good nerd. If it wasn't for that one dude, I probably would have never watched Jessica Jones. 
But that's a whole other situation because then I fell in love with David Tennant. And that is not the character, ladies, that you should fall in love with because that purple suit was dangerous. Okay? That, that purple suit was a definition of red flags on dates. Don't do that. But let's don't wear a suit. Wear, wear a band t-shirt and you'll be in a relationship for like one year so you could brag about it on a podcast. Anywho, I'll mute. I'll mute my mic right now. No, girl, we'll end the episode there, child. You don't need to get. No, that was. Ah, oh, don't make me. Don't no. Don't make me go down that memory lane. Because man, that one I really okay. liked, and he ghosted me. I'm in my feels about it, low key. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got ghosted. I got ghosted too. I was like, dang, we had so much like intensity. But that's. I mean, what? again, you know, that's okay because. It just got to be okay. Like, I just, you just got to be okay. Sometimes you'll come across um, someone that you have, like, so much great chemistry with. Mm -hmm. So much, like, everything is just connected well. You guys communicate well. You guys don't argue. You guys, you know, like, there's not one red flag you can really see because you're so much alike. And then next thing you, you know, it's just. They disappear. Like Casper. Ooh, and that's some shit. That is on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. We in our fields right now. The if we keep going, this is just gonna be yeah. a sad, sad podcast episode of two black women talking about what it is and what it ain't that they got. So I don't think she should be sad, as she mentioned earlier. Her, no, her I'm not sad. I'm not, I'm, let, let me let me let me reiterate. I am not sad about the man that I ended up with. I am sad because at the time in my singledom. That man was like the bee's knees. I was like, oh, this guy's great. I like him. I think mom's going to like him. He was a film major. Oh, everything was good. A film major and a journalist? Tell me that wouldn't have been a power couple. Yes. God damn. Yes. I thought, that's how I thought about Locks. Locks was a guitar player. He was, um, he was like into like metal or whatever and mm-hmm. I was like oh I'm an actress so he understands completely you mm-hmm. know what it was like and then I explained to him I had a podcast he was like oh I had a podcast like years ago so I explained all of this and I was like this is going to be perfect mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. did not hit mm-hmm. the way I thought it was gonna hit mm-hmm. and I was like I have to accept that I was mm-hmm. like you know what I have to accept it you know yeah. But you're right. That's all the time that we have um, for this episode. And I mean, most likely she'll be back. She has no choice. Um, yeah, at this point, I'm just a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a permanent feature, y'all. She yeah, she just comes with the new unlock un, unlock uh, performative character that I like added for fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> added for fifteen dollars, they give me a comedian on the side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i want to thank you so much for listening uh we will be back with episode i guess like 11 where we talk about something else i'm not even sure just yet but normally i do come up with a good topic um thank you guys so much for listening enjoy the rest of your holidays and remember like i always say take life with you and um yeah girls pay for those dates Save your life. Pay for a date. Do not go out with an Ecuadorian guy because 
They don't need black women. Or a guy with locks. A guy with locks. Or a guy with locks. And remember, gentlemen, show up with the suit. Below your standards and wear a band t-shirt. You just might find a relationship that way. <laughs> this is Missy Dash. He come for me and I don't like it. <laughs> this is Missy Dash. And I am signing off. Is there something you would like to contradict? I mean, say. Oh, bye, y'all. I ain't got time for this. I'm not going to sit here and be insulted. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.